This is a Lip Media Podcast. Hello, welcome back to another episode of All Bases Covered, the podcast helping you navigate the beauty industry and cut through the bullshit. Hello, welcome. Hello. Hi. Um, <laughs> can we talk about your Animal Crossing yet or do we have to wait for non-beauty favourites? No, we can talk about it now because it's definitely not ready to be a non-beauty fave yet. Okay. This is such a fun, like, fast and loose entry to our (laughs) podcast this week. Hi, everyone. Hello, everyone. After ranting last week that I would never get into gaming because I couldn't go down that rabbit hole because I'd get addicted like I got addicted to Neopets, uh, today a Nintendo Switch arrived at my house. (laughs) Yes. I told her to buy one last week, which we edited out of the podcast, and then that didn't convince her, but Donald Faison on the Scrubs podcast, <laughs> which I'm offended about because I explicitly said that you would enjoy it. But I know, but it was the it was the combination of you yeah. and then hearing like three or four people on this on the Scrubs podcast yeah. convince Zach Braff that he should start gaming that I was like, oh, now I have to do it. Yeah, fair, fair. I understand. Uh, this episode starting a little bit different because we're on my lunch or my dinner break from work. So we haven't actually caught up at all. So please join us while we catch up on our weekly. <laughs> anyway, intro. I'm getting into the game. I'm still going through the intro of uh, Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. And I almost called my island Isle of Paradise. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I ended up calling it Isle of Al because I'm self-absorbed like that. Yeah, fair. <laughs> Um, and other than that, I have no other news about my Animal Crossing Nintendo Switch uh, extravaganza yet because I haven't really got into it. From the vibe I've got from everyone. So at one point, Brenton, Brenton's sister and Brenton's sister's partner were all obsessed, meaning that I was the only one in our little clique of four that wasn't playing it. <laughs> and it led to some isolating times. But I think you want to get your island to like a five-star island and then once you hit that, people tend to give up on caring but you've got another couple of probably weeks to months of like fully getting into it okay that's good to know because I just pitched a tent and like I'm picking up sticks at the moment so and I I'm already nervous that I picked the wrong island because I know that like there's four islands and I want to look up cheats to like work out what's going to be the best island but like also I want to play the game organically yeah it's hard it's like sims you want to have one house where you cheat and one where you don't and Sundays are turnip days or something and you've got to get your turnips and you've got to go to other people's islands in different hemispheres or something so that you can get different things that we don't get here. I don't know. It's crazy. Wow. That's a whole situation I'm not even close to embarking on yet. Brendan <laughs> can really help you out if you need some help. Uh, Is he still know. playing? No, he gave up, but I'm pretty sure he gave it a good crack while he was at it. You can visit other people's islands in a dream now, apparently. They've like unlocked all of these new things today. Oh, Wow. In news. <laughs> um, you could ask any of the listeners if they play, you can go and visit their island. Oh my God. Yes. Listeners, if you're playing Animal Crossing, please slide into our DMs and then teach me how to play and then also teach me how I can visit your island. And then teach her how to Dougie. Yeah. <laughs> okay. How's how your you? week been? Oh, yeah. That. Uh, fine. <laughs> um, I just had a parcel arrive. Oh. Um, I was really excited because I bought like a matching tracksuit because you know how I'm always in tracksuits, but they don't match. So I always look like an absolute pleb. Where did you get yours from? Because I've been bloody dying to get a matching tracksuit. I've looked at so many websites this week and they're all sold out. Yeah, I got it from Nude Lucy because Felix and Scott on Instagram, who always influences me, was wearing the hoodie. And I was like, yeah, Mm -hmm. we all need. 
And um, I'm not really into the tie-dye trend. I don't hate it on other people, but, like, I'm not buying a tie-dye tracksuit. So this was just nice, cosy. Removes little... tie-dye tracksuit from cart. <laughs> <laughs> and just, yeah, it just looks cosy and a little more chic than my normal crazy dog bitch attire. Yep. And it arrived and I accidentally ordered two jumpers. Oh, you fool. And no pairs of pants. So, oh, my goodness. What colour did you get? Um, It was one of the only ones that actually had stock left. It's like a kind of navy grey slate colour. Oh. They have a really pretty like terracotta colour, which, of course, I love, but I don't think they had my size in the top or the bottom and I didn't know. But yeah. also, speaking of loungewear, I think it might launch today, actually. Henny, Nadia Bartel, her activewear oh. is launching and they have nice jumpers and then matching tights and there's a terracotta colour in that and I want the bra, the jumper and the tights, but I have no money. <laughs> also, if I wear them, will anyone be able to see me in my house or will I be constantly camouflaged? If you bought the terracotta, you could walk around with a pillow strapped to you and no one would know that it wasn't a part of your body. And Brenton wouldn't even know that I'd stayed in bed all day because he'd think I was the bed. <laughs> oh, it's ridiculous, but so true. And I'd just be flavonone mud on my face and I'd literally be incognito. <laughs> Please buy it just so that you can do that. I will. Oh, my um, goodness. They're absolutely beautiful. I've just been on their website and they're I mean, look, I wouldn't say they're reasonably priced. But they're not but you're ridiculous. Right. They're launching tonight. The jumpers are 150 which oh, like that's – well, it's kind of the same price as like um, the Cameo ones or whatever. I don't know what that is. Uh, oh, the puffer is beautiful, but they're 250 Oh, I just recommend – I love my Uniqlo. The leggings are 90 I'm all right with the, with the yeah. leggings. I saw the leggings and that's why I thought they were reasonable because I was like, 90 cheaper than a Lulu tight. I'm okay with that, but no. Uh, let's stop talking about shopping that no one else actually will probably care about except for Liv Spurio. Hi, Liv. Hope you're <laughs> Hi, I'm an Liv. From your colonoscopy. <laughs> Uh, hey you know what I was thinking about before we get into beauty news mm -hmm. sorry this is already going to be a chaotic episode I can tell mm -hmm. um we haven't done that thing in a really long time where we tell people at the start of the episode what we're going to talk about this week is oh. it because we don't have plans anymore I mean we do this week we're going to talk about some news mostly new launches and some beauty guru tea and then oh Alex has a question for Lisa which I haven't seen and then <laughs> product trial this week some beauty faves I've got a really really boring non-beauty fave oh my god mm. I just read just of the week and then we're going to talk about um masks for our beauty breakdown not fun skin like face masks but masks for safety and how yes. that affects your skincare and makeup routine COVID masks yes Alrighty, now let's get Thanks into for it. that. <laughs> uh, that's the tea on that. First on the news list this week, you have written in here the Becca No Pigment Foundation. Have you seen this all over your Instagram and YouTube? I haven't, but I watched Kathleen Light's video trialing it. Yes, it looks primer. like nothing. Well, it's 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 a primer. I don't understand. Why are they calling it a foundation then? I don't know. To be gimmicky, it's it, this launch has really pissed me off because they've just called something something that doesn't sound possible because it's not. So that but in reality, it's it. primer. Yeah, well, that's frustrating. 
I mean, yeah, actually, you're right. When you look at the the way that they actually describe the product online, because what I okay, let me take it back. When I saw Kathleen Lights trial this, I thought that it was going to be an invisible foundation in that you apply it, it's invisible, and then like the pigment appears. Yeah, like those, no pigment like, foundation. I assumed the very least color correcting or color adjusting. Yes, same. And on their website, it says a new makeup and skincare hybrid to smooth and blur the appearance of skin whilst hydrating all day with a transparent matte finish. It sounds like fucking silicon in a pot. Yeah. <laughs> I did hear a, a review of it, though, that it does sort of feel like touch of water cream in that it doesn't feel as silicony on the skin as what you might think. I'm just really angry at Becca for doing something really like clickbaity, I guess, when it's like call it a primer or call it. Mm. I don't know. Just don't call it a foundation. That just seems silly and no one buy it because it pisses me off. Yeah, I agree. It's like it's literally my worst nightmare as someone who fake tans to maintain the illusion of a darker skin tone. If someone was like, here, wear this foundation, you'll look great. I'd be like, "Um, no, couldn't think of anything worse. Uh, Yes, I agree. Uh, (laughs) Just don't buy that if you want a foundation. Maybe buy it if you want a primer, but don't because buy something that calls itself a primer and isn't an idiot. Have you seen the new Hourglass Ambient Lighting Infinity Powder? I have not. Please tell me all about it. I'm very excited. New Mecca launches, um, which are quite exciting. Go to the new in section on the website. But I saw this and I'm a bit confused because it's listed as a powder. However, it has the marble finish and their powders are normally a solid color and it looks like the bronzers. So I'm not sure if they've called it a powder so that it's sort of more marketed as a powder for deeper skin tones and then fairer people can use it as a bronzer or what the deal is. But apparently Mm. two of the powders and one strobe powder mixed together. OMG. It looks like... It would be sim. It looks. You're right. It looks like the bronzer, but maybe that the tone would be similar to radiant bronze light, but maybe not. Yeah, it sort of looks like radiant bronze light, which is our favorite bronzer of all time. But it's it's definitely less orange. The powder through it looks a bit more like luminous light, maybe, or it's one of the strobe powders, I think. So it might have mm. a little bit more shimmer to it, which maybe means it's like the bronzer that's in my little limited edition six pan from Christmas. However, that's Ooh. a solid color, but that's slightly more shimmery. So maybe it's like that. I don't know, but can someone please buy it, buy it and let us know? It's more expensive than the regular ambient lighting powders, is it not? It's $80. Isn't that the price of the bronzers? Yes. I feel like the powders are like 70 Hang on. Yeah, 77 for an ambient lighting powder. Okay, so it's a couple of dollars more. All right. I am, I am confused because I did feel really safe with the Hourglass line in being able to explain that, like, these are the powders and then these bronzers are the bronzers because they're mixed with that powder or that powder and that's how you get the names. Like mm. oh, that, that blush is dim infusion because it's a colour mixed with dim light and then they go ahead and pull this out and I'm like, well, what's infinity powder? If there's no infinity powder, is it because they mixed an infinite number of powders together? <laughs> uh, I don't know and there's no more information on the Mecca website. So, yep, TBC. TBC based on someone trying it and letting us know, please. please. <laughs> um, Stiller has launched cheek and lip tints like their normal, very, very classic ones that come in the little pot thing. That gets hair stuck all over it. Yes, I recall. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they bought it out in stick form. That's exciting. Yeah. And they, I think they've got the same name. So it's like sheer peony and then oh, good. and stuff. So 
very lovely I wonder very nude sticks of them absolutely I thought of Elizabeth makeup artist straight away I wonder yep. if it'll stay Jewish or not I guess one could only request that our listeners try it and tell us <laughs> We're not going to do any of the work on this podcast anymore. Everyone else can try things for us. I've spent all of my money and now I have two hoodies and (laughs) I can't buy anything else. Fair. Um, Wayne Goss eye palette, very Nas vibes and three eye coals is the next thing on our list. Did you look at it? I did. I am so underwhelmed by it. Are you whelmed? I'm not whelmed, but... And like I do get what you mean by underwhelmed, but also at the same time, like that is actually the kind of palette I'd use. Whereas I look at all of these new launches and I'm like, oh, Drool, Natasha Denona, so many shimmers, so many things. I'm like, I wouldn't actually use that. Whereas I look at this and it's six big eyeshadows in neutral tones that I would probably use again and again and again in my kit and on myself. So in that regard, I'm like, yes, very usable, very wearable. It does have very Nars vibes. Very Nas vibes. Also, like, I kind of got Jouer vibe. Jouer? Jouer. Jouer. Why are you saying that so weird? I don't know. Jouer? What is it? Jouer. It's Jouer as in pleasure. Not J. Jouer. But turn your voice on. This is not working over two headsets and a Wi-Fi connection. But... Uh, I don't know why I couldn't say that. And it gave me that brand vibes. Yeah, and he also released three icols, which I assume if he's called them icols is because they are pencil-y, smudgy, dirty, grimy pencils, which I can appreciate because these mm. days every bloody eyeliner is those ones where you draw it on and it's set. And they set. Mm. And sometimes you don't want that. No, but also sometimes you don't want your eyeliner bleeding everywhere. So I guess it really depends on the formula of those. Yeah, I want I'm somewhere just, in the middle. I'm just not into the Wayne Goss makeup line at all. Yeah, fair enough. I love his brushes so much that I almost wish he'd just stuck to the brushes because they're so good. I hope this doesn't undermine his brushes. However, I it, wonder if we actually bought them and tried them, if we'd be obsessed with them, if they're like the brushes that are like – like, what if we bought them and then we were like, oh, my God, they're the most blendable, perfect things you'll ever try. Maybe. And buy them. I mean, part of the pull for me is about the look of the product and the brushes look luxe and his makeup line just looks a bit blur. Yeah. But, I don't know. It's just not – it doesn't do it for me. Personal yeah. opinion. Fair. Very fair. Have you seen everyone also talking about the shake primer from Kat Von D, Vegan Beauty? I saw it. And it looks like an absolute joke. I'm surprised you put it in news. <laughs> what do you have to say about it? Everywhere. I saw Chloe Morella use it. I saw such a gimmicky product. How you use it. Yeah, it just seems like it's really hard to use. So for those who haven't seen people using it, it's this tiny little vial with like black oil dispersed in a white liquid and you have to shake it really fast and then distribute one little pipette onto your finger and very quickly so it doesn't separate exactly then you have to press it quickly onto your eye (laughs) but I mean eye primer news always gets me excited and it I I don't know I was I was sort of intrigued by it but it seems that it doesn't really work that well I don't think so it's not like we need to get too excited about it. But if you guys are into using an eye primer that's extremely difficult to use, go yeah. right ahead for it. I don't know. I haven't seen the reviews be that astronomically good, but I think I only watched Chloe Morello's video. So it doesn't really intrigue me to buy it. It seems a bit gimmicky. Yeah. 
Yeah, I agree. Mm. It's just been everywhere. So heads up if you if you've not seen it anywhere. God, sorry if I've been a negative Nancy this week. Yeah, well, you can't be negative about the next one because it's one of your favourite people. Have you seen the launch of the Tati Lashes collab? No. Who is Tati Lashes? You're kidding. What is- sorry, I think it's actually Tati Lashes. I don't know. Um, uh, Tati is very different in the in the beauty YouTube world. It's Tati yes. Lashes. Jamie Genevieve has released a collab with Tati Lashes. Oh, I've not even heard of it. How have I missed this? I think she launched it yesterday or today, which was last week when you guys are listening. But mm. yeah, she has launched there are like a affordable false lash brand that you do definitely do see on the Instagram. They're type, kind of like the Iconics. I saw it on the Instagram. You know what I mean? <laughs> what are those brands? Like Huda, Icon. Wait, I keep saying Iconic. Yeah, that's- Iconic is a lash brand. No, it's not. It's, oh, it's a style. It's of, House of Lashes. I've got it. Yeah. yeah Lily Lashes, yeah. that kind of vibe. Mm. They're in that realm. And Jamie Genevieve, everyone's favourite influencer, because she actually is lovely, has released a collection with them. They've done a couple of collabs. They've done them with that Mitchell and then Molly May, who I think was a Love Island chick. But, yeah, Jamie Genevieve has released a collection, and I feel like that seems authentic because she does always wear fake lashes. Yes. I like her. I like her too. I like what she brings out. Look, I'm not going to I'm not going to buy it because ah. let's be honest, I never wear false eyelashes. But good for her. Do you know if it's permanent or if it's just a once off like thing? I'm not actually sure. It's very well hyped on their Instagram, on the Tati Lashes Instagram. The interesting thing I found though is that it is only in a story for Jamie Genevieve. She hasn't put a mo- a main feed post up about it. Oh, maybe because it's not live yet, like they're not for sale. Did she post about it on her – did she do her videos? She must have. Um, I found out via her Insta story, which was 17 hours ago, so I'm not sure. But, yeah, I just thought that was interesting that her, like, launch or the release of it was done via a story rather than via a post. Yeah, very interesting. So there's two more things to discuss. Okay. Um, the first one is that Rare Beauty, which is Selena Gomez's beauty line, announced last week that – they are going to be launching or they have launched a $100 million mental health initiative, which is huge. They've committed to donating 1% of every product sale up to the value of $100 million, which they're hoping to raise over the next 10 years. And they'll be donating it to the Mental Health Fund. And the Mental Health Fund will be contributing to a bunch of other mental health initiatives. And it's partnered with, they've obviously got like a panel of mental health experts um, who will be advising on, on the fund, which I think is great. That is really great. I didn't know that Selena Gomez had a, a beauty brand. Yes, you did. The Rare Beauty one, we talked about it when she announced that she was going to be doing it because it's the same time she released the song. I'm so rare, you know? I don't think I know the song and I don't think I know that it launched. <laughs> Please cut me out singing that. Okay. <laughs> I'm so Another one. I don't, yeah, I just didn't know. I think I have said like, oh, great, another celebrity launching, but I didn't know it was launched yet. And at least. It hasn't launched yet. It's it's oh. still launching in this summer. Oh, okay. And then that is going to be a part of it from from launch date. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So it's going to be, I mean, when Rare Beauty comes out, it will be sold at Sephora in the US, Canada and Mexico, but we don't know about anywhere else globally or whether they'll have their own online store at this point. Yeah. Who knows? And the last bit of news is that it's, I mean, beauty guru. It's not. 
It's okay. not news, it's not. but it was just trending on Reddit this week in the beauty guru chatter, which was a lot of people are calling out beauty influencers, especially beauty influencers in the US who are just disobeying social distancing rules to keep catching up with each other so that they can keep producing content, which is fair that they're getting called out about it. But I think the situation in America is very different to the situation in every other country in the world, let's be honest. Um, And James Charles had to release a statement this week on his A Day in the Life video where he said that he had to cut out or he decided to cut out the footage of the party that he went to in the video because he was with over 50 people in his house and basically said it was a stupid and selfish decision and they weren't like obeying social distancing and he encourages his fans to be smarter than he was. That was his statement. Mm. Charlie D'Amelio, Insta Dancer, was also there and has been doing the same shit. Ugh, so, they're just, it's all a joke, but they're, I mean, they're kids. They are. <sighs> they absolutely are. All right, what's this? I have a question, question for you. <laughs> it got me thinking. And because I, whilst I was scouring Reddit, I also came across across a thread about parasocial relationships. And the concept of a parasocial relationship was is basically that you feel that you have like a friendship and a kinship attached with someone famous who they have never met you. They don't even know that you exist. I was wondering whether you feel like you genuinely like, I know we're not delusional enough to think that they would be our friend, but, like, who would you think out of the influences that you watched would actually, like, you would have the time for and, like, think that you could get along well with? I'm interested to know. Okay. Easy. There's about three that come to mind. Yeah. Alana Rama. Oh, yeah, she's a good one. Because I messaged you and I was like, oh, weird. Alana, let, like, put her address on the internet and I felt like oh, yeah. <laughs> I felt weird that I had, like, a piece of her information. And I was like, oh, I, I feel, I don't know if I feel weird because I feel unsafe for you or whether I'm like, oh, I know where you live now. <laughs> oh, this is good. How um, exciting. <laughs> her, and I'd probably say Lily Pebbles and um, the Anna Edit, only because I've been watching like Lily, Pe- Lily Pebbles and the Anna Edit since I was like, oh, since I feel like they started on YouTube and they're similar humans to me. So I feel in that regard that I could be real life friends with them, except they're a bit older than me. So like probably acquaintances. Um, that's all right to be friends with people older than you oh no I know but like different life pages like Lily has a baby and I probably wouldn't want to hang out with her uh, you know what I mean but noted just the fact that they're <laughs> I'll get knocked up <laughs> yes yeah, scratch having a baby I'll swallow steady time soon. At once. <laughs> um, and yeah Alana Rama because she is like my age and my sense of humor yeah you know who I'd pick I know who you'd pick Sam, oh, Sam Ravendahl. Yeah, hundred percent. She'd be my number one. I see. I, I think we'd be best friends. I don't actually think that I'd be friends with her. I think I like her, but I actually think that she'd be one of those people that I'd be distant friends with. But she's too like. Uh, I don't think I'd be friends with her. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> but maybe it's the same way that you didn't think that you'd be friends with me when we first met. Yeah, but that's just because you're like outgoing to the point that I'm scared of you. Okay. No, I just <laughs> think that she'd like judge me for things that I posted because I'm not a good enough human and she'd try and make me a better human which I would half appreciate but half resent Mm, okay fair enough and who else would you be friends with I would think I would also be friends with Alana Rama if I could she'd be like our mutual friend maybe oh (laughs) 100% you me and Alana Rama could just hang out (laughs) that's fine and I'd also pick Estée Lalonde I love her oh no 
No. <laughs> I love so, her too, but I think she's just too up and down and I not a real like I like She is her. very up and down. I think yeah. I couldn't be best friends with her, but I'd like to have a relationship have her with in her. her. In your circle. On on that point, I would like mm. to point out that Alana Rama is friends with the Anna Edit. Oh yeah, oh, and Samantha. And Samantha and also then Estée Lalonde is friends with Alana Rama and Estée Lalonde True. is friends with Amelia Liana, who was the fourth person I was going to say I could be friends with, except I know she's really rich and fancy, so we wouldn't be friends, but, like, I really <laughs> I get her. And, again, similar age. She's got bowel issues, like, we could vibe. Oh, yeah. A, a, a good bowel issue thrown in here or there always helps. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. This was fun. I didn't expect you to, to vibe with this as much as you did, so thank you. <laughs> best man today. <laughs> when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I don't even need to ask if I'm orange. <laughs> All right. This week we trialed the Liberty Bell RX Dream Team product, which is their ferulic acid and retinol line and we have different strengths of this serum so for those who don't know liberty bell is a probably melbourne's or one of melbourne's premium like spa facial locations and it's attached to dr chris moss who is a very famous plastic surgeon in melbourne it's yep. in turak Together yeah. with his wife, Andrea Moss, yeah. uh, they created the Liberty Bell skincare line. Oh, we should say the Liberty Bell range is for, they say, all skin types, all ages, all genders. It's very gender neutral packaging yeah. um, and the lines are free of parabens, synthetic fragrances and sulfates. Oh, and we should say that we actually did get sent this. Can you buy it online or can you only buy it from the clinic? You can buy it online. Yes, thought so. Which is interesting because a lot of cosmeceutical skincare, etc., you can only buy from like the skin clinics that you go to, which is obviously annoying to have to, you know, go there and buy. So I like that. Um, yep. When I first got it, it was to me a perfect mix of it looks luxury and classy, but it's not like it's not glass and it's not super ostentatious or wasted packaging at the same time, but it, it looks just nice enough. Yep. I agree. It's got a very Turak vibe about it. You can imagine Nadia Bartel holding this product. It Absolutely. would not look out of place. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so we have different strengths. Alex, what's your strength? So the strength that, that I had, I got the gentle one or like the lower one, which has a 0.625% retinol 
and yours has a 1.25%. So yours is the strong one, the advanced. Yes, for experienced retinol users and Alex's is the one for entry-level retinol users. Yes. Before They both contain, sorry, I cut you off. They both contain ferulic acid, which is a antioxidant that helps to elevate other antioxidants. And it's the key ingredient in this whole line. And do you have anything else to add about that? <laughs> I, only the fact that um, the C plus ferulic from SkinCeuticals is ah. really, really cult vitamin C. And then there's also the retinol plus ferulic from Dr. Dennis Gross. Yep. A really cult line as well. So it is a really powerful antioxidant and it boosts other antioxidants. But I also believe that it helps to stabilize the retinol and like help mm-hmm. it work better. So yep. a lot of products that have ferulic alongside a very active ingredient do very well which was why when I saw this range I was like hell yes I do want to try that same and it also has um, niacinamide in it and an anti-redness complex they say which was my not my concern but my experience with retinol in the past is that my skin gets very red so I was very excited when I saw that yeah and then the last sort of key ingredient in it is that it does have willow herb in it as well so it's going with the skin evening vibe of the retinol with the niacinamide and the ferulic in terms of pigmentation and aging but also Mm. is targeting pore size and maybe a more acneic skin that wants a retinol as well so I did like that it sort of targeted itself to two different skin types in the one product yeah so overall we have discussed retinol in the past but retinol is kind of the only proven ingredient that actually helps with anti-aging rather than aging prevention like an SPF, for example. Yeah, um, to revert re- damage that's been done. Yeah, so it helps by increasing the skin cell turnover, which basically provides your skin with more fresh, new, youthful skin cells at a faster turnover rate. Is that right? Yeah, good description. You've taken Great. the lead to roll and you're nailing it. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right, should we get into what we thought about it? Yeah, I want you to go first. So I tried it for... A couple of weeks because we've had it for a little while now and didn't want to talk about it too soon because retinol is one of those things that you really do have to trial before you can't just assume it's going to work after one use. Yeah. And you <laughs> Pretty also much. can't use it consecutive days. So with a foundation, we can try it three days in a row and only have had it for three days. Whereas with a retinol, to try it three days, you've probably got to have it at least a week or two weeks, if that makes sense. Very true. So I, first of all, I I haven't used a retinol in a really long time because historically my skin has really not agreed with them. So I entered with caution. First pump, I recall flooding back to me the scent of retinol, first of all. You're so So, sensitive to it, aren't you? I'm so sensitive to the scent of retinol. It really smells like, I don't know how best to describe it other than I want to say cat piss, but I don't think it's it's cat piss-esque, but it's just not very pleasant. But the product itself was fine, did not burn on application, which was fantastic, did not make me instantly red, which was fantastic, almost to the point where I was like, has this done anything? Did I get the too gentle one? Should I have gone for the stronger one was like my initial thoughts. Mm -hmm. I was a very good girl and only used it two times a week because I didn't want to give myself retinol burn like what happened to one of my friends at work. (laughs) All in all, I really like it and I think it's a fantastic entry-level retinol product, but I do have to caveat my experience by saying I did have to stop using it because my skin has been fucked and falling apart due to dermatological reasons that are not related to this retinol. So I've had a really bad rash Mm -hmm. and 
like scaly patches on my skin, which I just figured probably not a good time to keep using this retinol because it's probably going to make it worse. So I don't really know how to end this because I don't want to end it on a bad note, but it was a nice retinol product and I will pick up using it again like once my skin fixes itself up. Yeah, cool. I'm glad that your face isn't peeling off because of that, though, because I thought... It's definitely not because of the retinol, because if it was because of the retinol, it would be all over my face, and it is very specifically in patches. Like, I've I've got a rash on my neck, and I haven't used the retinol on my neck, and it's, like, around my hairline and stuff. It's not from the retinol, I can assure you. It's an immune <laughs> rash. 100%. Um, I have been using it, and I have not been a very good girl in that I have... Push oh, it no. to the limit. No, I push it to the limit because I'm pretty tolerant when it comes to retinol. And I used it every second night starting. And then I was like, I'm going to try this back to back a couple of nights. Oh my God, my skin burns thinking about this. <laughs> You're good. Zero flaking, absolutely wow. zero dryness, absolutely zero sensitivity. That's amazing. I'm like, it's tricky because at the moment I love it because I'm using a retinol that's got decent amount of strength with zero downtime and zero negatives. I only hope it's strong enough to be to be working for me. But my skin feels soft and smooth the next day. It hasn't done anything revolutionary for any pigment I've got, but I also don't have that much pigment. I mm. will say that the scarring from my hormonal acne is beginning to clear. Mm-hmm. The last sort of 30 days, it is getting to the point where I say 30 days because I saw a Snapchat memory from last <laughs> month where I was taking a video of my face and I was like, oh, wow, they were quite purple. It is starting to fade. This is probably helping. However, so is time. But yeah. the pigmentation on my face is definitely there only now when I look for it versus me constantly noticing it. So it might have helped with that. I just love that there's no downtime. It's a very safe retinol for me to use. And yeah, I really like it. I feel soft and bright the next day. And I, I don't want to say that I di- I was going in negatively, but I just sort of didn't know what to think of the brand. And I I really like this formula. I think it's a very sophisticated formula. I appreciate that because I didn't know how to feel going into it either. I mean, just because a product has an expensive price point and the ingredients look good doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be a good product. Um, and I haven't heard that many people in the beauty community talking about it because it's like a, I don't want to call it indie, but it's a Melbourne based brand. So it is smaller. But if you're looking for a retinol and you're happy to spend around that $130, $140 price point, same price point that you would be looking at to get Dr. Dennis Gross overnight recovery. Yes. So it's a similar price point to Dr. Dennis, to SkinCeuticals, to any of the things that you would really find at Mecca or on Adore Beauty for the more premium retinols. And yes. And it's cruelty-free, we should add as well, just in case anyone was wondering about that. Yeah. Dang, these products are so good. What's the deal? Okay, I have two beauty faves that you're going to hate me for. Okay. Because I have basically only exclusively used Juno, Ceramidin, and CeraVe body cream on my face for Mm. the last week or so at this point. So I didn't really feel inspired by any of those three to talk about as my favorite of the week. But what I did notice is that Adrian is reaching the end of his 60-day trial of, not trial, I'm calling it a trial because I'm trialing his experience, (laughs) of the JS Health Hair and Energy um, Hair Growth Capsules. Mm -hmm. I know you were very skeptical when Elizabeth Makeup Artist talked to us about this and said that she 
believes in them and she thinks that they are a true life, real experience, good, good time. Mm -hmm. I am pleasantly surprised to say that not only I have, Adrian has, and his hairdresser also all noticed a difference in the thickness of Adrian's hair. I'm not going to say that his hair has grown back in places that he never had hair before. That is factually untrue. (laughs) But he went to his hairdresser probably four weeks into using them. And she was like, oh my goodness, look at all of this new baby hair growth. And she was like, I can't even cut it because it's shorter than your hair is. But look at how like fluffy it is. So she noticed it and he came home and he was like, oh, um, the hairdresser said that I've got hair growth. And I was like, dude, it's because we've been using these capsules. Hmm. So I'm at the stage where I can't even deny it any longer, but I'm, yeah, I actually, I might even use them because Abby, (gasps) Abby, I'm not going to pay for them. Abby ordered them and she ordered you. No, she ordered the skin ones and the hair ones. And she goes, oh, I realize both have zinc and I don't want to get zinc poisoning. So be careful and double check ingredients when you're taking multiple, like multivitamins together, because you, you could like, you know, make yourself toxic. Um, mm. so he was like, I'll only take one and she bought it for the eczema. And so I might try the hair ones considering my hair loss journey. I think that's a great idea. I like, I'm going to keep, I'm going to buy them again for Adrian. They've been, they're an, a non-issue to take in the morning. I mean, we both take pills for our autoimmune diseases. So it's like one for my bowels and one for my yeah. hair. Um, What's your other my one? other my other favorite this week is also Adrian's. He started wearing fragrance again, like a little self-care moment. Mm-hmm. And his fragrance is the um, Mason Margiela by the fireplace. Ah. And he jumped into bed the other night. He's a weirdo and he sprays it at night, like after he's had a shower, like ah. to freshen up, I guess. Yeah, you've this before and I hate that so much. <laughs> I know, so do I. It's such a waste. But like I got into bed and I was like, oh, the neighbours must have, because our neighbours often have bonfires. I was like, oh, our neighbours must be having a bonfire. That's strange. On a weeknight. How interesting. And then I and then Adrian's like staring at me and smiling. And I was like, oh, no, it's not a bonfire. What is that? And I was like, oh, it's your perfume. I just haven't smelt it in so long. Anyway, absolute favorite. Love it so much. It's just such a good fragrance. And that's why it's my favorite this week. You're right. I do hate those favorites because I hate that fragrance. <laughs> it's definitely not a Lisa fragrance. And I don't wear it on myself that often. I do sometimes, but it smells great on Adrian. Yeah, I'm okay with it on other people, but I could mm. never wear it on myself. It's too headachy and it's too strong. It's not mm. neutral enough for me. Um, Yummy. I've, I've got a really rogue favourite. Mine, mm. the Ardell Individual Lashes, not free in short. Not free in short. That's not a weird favourite. That's like one of your ultimate forever favourites. It is, but considering I only wear makeup like once or twice a week purely to to do my makeup, to remember if I know how to do makeup, it's a weird favourite. But mm. um, with my lashes being so long at the moment because of eye envy, I'm noticing that the gaps are sort of more evident and I've just been ah. doing like four short lashes on each eye just to fill in any of the gaps and also just thicken up the outer corner. And every post of my makeup that I do, everyone's like, lashes, lashes. And it's like yeah. they're so natural that it makes it look like it's just your lashes, but they do enough that they make you look like a hotter version of you. And I very much appreciate that. And I would always recommend to everyone when you're buying individual lashes, don't bother buying the packet where it has the short, mediums and longs. No, you never use the longs. longs. I mean, I buy a couple, but I use longs like never. And I use stacks of shorts and lots of mediums. So, yeah. 
Very true. Everyone who commented saying lashes, I wanted to respond to being like, it's just the Lisa Mort's individual lash experience. And if you've ever been a client of yourself, uh, you will know that beautiful individual lash experience that you provide. It is one thing that I pride myself on. I think that I'm I'm very good at individual lashes and I'm very good at customising an individual lash look to create different looks. I would completely agree with that. You can book Lisa at uh, lisamortzmakeup.com. <laughs> Shameless plug for you. Is that your website? I don't know. Good. Maybe there's a, a you find me at, at Lisa Mortz Makeup on Instagram. I post four photos a year. <laughs> it uh, is lisamortzmakeup.com. I was right. Oh, great. Thank you. Actually, it's not a helmet. It's a hair mat. It has extra room so you don't mess up your hairdo. What's your non-beauty fave? Have you got one? No, because it... It could be my Nintendo Switch, but I it's not yet. So, but no, I don't have determined. one. Yeah. Um, mine is a Zillis salad spinner, which was what I asked for my birthday <laughs> from Brenton this year. I didn't use it for a really long time. But, God, coriander is such a dirty herb, isn't it? It's just so dirty. That's such a good idea for coriander. Yeah. And also Asian greens, very dirty. And I've been mm. cooking with a lot of those things this week. And the reason I like it is it's just cute and it has a stop button. So you yeah. manually and then you click stop and it causes the salad to, I think the directions quoted saying fluff itself. Oh, anyway, fun. I rinsed my Asian greens this week. And then when I took out the basket, the bottom section, there was two bugs in there. So thank God. I <gasps> Don't you know that my worst nightmare ever is finding bugs in my greens oh, it was like small and already dead I wouldn't have been that mad if I ate it but I'm glad that I washed it <laughs> my I, I'm sure I've talked about this once before on the podcast but I really despise finding little green caterpillars inside my broccoli and inside my brussels sprouts to a point where mm. I've had to stop looking because I always find them it greatly disturbs me just took it to my veins What's your snack of the week? I can see it and I'm impressed by it. This week, my snack of the week is Mary's Gone Crackers and pate. I also bought pate this week because I had a craving for it. Oh, yeah, we sort of discussed that. Um, Yes, I claim to be a pescatarian most of the time. But (laughs) look, if everyone else is going to be eating the chicken breasts and the chicken thighs, I'm going to eat the offal. It's true. I The reason that we bought it is because earlier in the week, Adrian has made note of the fact that we've been eating a lot of vegetarian food recently, which is great. No issues there. But he was like, oh, I'm feeling a bit fatigued and like maybe my iron is low. Can you maybe buy us a steak? And I was like, oh, I couldn't think of anything worse than cooking a steak. Yeah. Just not my vibe. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, why don't I get some pate? Because pate is full of iron. So what a great alternative. And it was delicious and scrumptious and we ate it over like three days and it was great. Yes. Oh, my God. I had it with a cheese platter and I made some mm. sourdough and I ignored all of the cheese and just ate, like, all of the pate. <laughs> Foods that I've eaten since I was young, so I don't find the concept of it gross, but I'm, a, Same. I'm well aware that the concept is gross. It's the Is it the, the British family in us that's eaten, that's, like, used yeah. to eating pate? I've had the same upbringing. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, because a lot of my friends are like, ew, that's disgusting, and then I know my people that, that, that like the pate, and I'm like, good on you guys. Yeah. Even my vegetarian friends are like, if I had to eat meat, I'd eat pate because I could have like one teaspoon and be set for the year. It's true. And it's, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I'm definitely not grossed out by the concept. And I think the flavor is delicious. And if you're into fancy pates, I bought the City Larder brand mm. because it's a friend of a friend's brand. Oh, that's fun. And 
They are very fancy, use all free range ingredients, and they do the most delicious ever duck and cherry flavored one. Oh. And it's like, it's like the best kind of Christmas in a pate. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think the one I bought, I was just at Woolies, but I bought a Maggie beer one and it was pretty good, but yeah. I removed the jelly. I'm a bit freaked out by the jelly. I like the stuff underneath. Well, that's why I like the City Larder one because the jelly on top of the duck one is cherry flavoured. Yeah. Mm, yummy. My snack of the week, nothing groundbreaking here. It's twirl caramel, but in the bites, which is a throwback to, I think, our very first ever snack of the week because I mentioned the twirl bites in the in the. Oh, top. my goodness. I forgot about that weird ice cream tub of twirl bites. Yes. However, my beef with the twirl bites caramel is I wish they came in the ice cream tub because they're like a single serve. I think it's like 110 <laughs> grams or something, which <laughs> that's not enough is maybe two serves, but no. it looks like it's in like a pod share packet and like you could share it with a friend. But honestly, if I opened it up, I'd have eaten it all before any friend had had any. So they're I... single serve. <laughs> I want to make the same complaint about the new M&M pretzel packet because their pretzel M&Ms are large, like the peanut M&Ms are, mm -hmm. and it's, it seems like so few when you open it because they're larger, so they're obviously way more, and I was really disappointed. Yeah. Are packaging's getting smaller or are we getting bigger? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I agree with you. I had the pretzel M&Ms today, just a quick review on them. I love mm -hmm. them. But there's something about them with that saltiness to them that reminds me of a peanut M&M, which I don't So much so. I when I first that. ate it, I was like, oh, I don't, I must have bought peanut M&M. And then I chewed a bit longer and I was like, oh, no, yeah, I can see that it's pretzel. But, yes, I completely agree with you. It tastes like a salty peanut M&M. Absolutely. And so by association, I didn't love it. The yum, Same. I definitely eat them, but I think that I would prefer a crispy. Like I wouldn't be sad if when these get discontinued and I can go back to a normal crispy. If they could have a crispier in a layer, like, I don't know, it's just, it wasn't very crispy either. It had a bite to it, similar to the peanut M&M. It just, it was just I really needed, close to a peanut M&M. Yeah, I needed a different textural experience for me to really enjoy it. And I think if the textural experience was different, I wouldn't have associated it to the peanut M&M quite as quickly and it would have been different. Absolutely agree with you there. All mm. right, six minutes to discuss our beauty breakdown before I go back to work. That's correct, Wendy. We all wear masks, metaphorically speaking. Oh, masks. We're Face masks. Because here in Melbourne, it's mandatory. Everywhere else, I don't know about you, but maybe it's advised. And it wreaks havoc on your skin, depending particularly for how long you have to wear them. I know nurses, etc., and healthcare workers have been talking about the effect. Mask knee? Yeah, on your skin. And it's probably, it's, it's one or the other, really. You're getting acne or you're getting sensitized skin to the point that it's sort of red, itchy, dry, tight, etc. Yeah. So when you're thinking red, itchy, dry, tight skin from the mask, just follow all of our instructions that we've talked about in terms of <laughs> Alex. So omegas, ceramides, strip things back a little bit. Basically follow mm. Alex's routine of oil, ceramidin, CeraVe body cream <laughs> kind of things rich emollient creams that are going to lock in stuff draw yep. moisture in and keep it sort of simple your skin's sensitized you need to build up its lipid barrier yeah let's be smart about this as well if you're wearing a mask for the majority of the day you probably don't need to wear makeup so let's sacrifice your need for makeup on that lower part of your face and opt for skincare that's going to help replenish your skin and look after your skin 
inside that mask, if you have worn one all day, or maybe if we're teaching, you know, the people outside of Melbourne something new right now, it gets really humid and quite spitty in there if you're wearing it for an extended period of time and having a conversation or even just like heavy breathing. I've noticed going for a walk because we have to wear them when we're like doing casual exercise uh, that by the end of a walk, it's very damp inside my mask. And I think that's just, it's well, it's spit. So yeah it's humid just, in there and the just thing- think about that sitting on your face after you take your mask off if you're not going to immediately wash your face afterwards like ew yeah when I was thinking of a mask I was just thinking of things that I could liken it to and I thought of two things mm-hmm. one when you're thinking of makeup wear as much makeup as you'd be happy exercising in because mm. it's a little bit sweaty like I found I get a really bad sweaty upper lip alert when I, mm. when I get hot and it's humid. So think about how much makeup you'd be comfortable exercising in because that's probably how much makeup you want to be wearing when you're wearing your mask, which would be minimal. Yeah. Also, imagine having your pillowcase strapped to your face all day because you've got Yuck. that sort of dribbly, whatever, oh, bad, stop. Sorry, but whatever bad mouth bacteria you've got going on is mm. sort of trapped in that bubble around your mouth. So good dental hygiene. It's a hundred percent. Maybe you mouthwash on your lunch break so that you don't have to like be trapped with your breath and your bacteria and stuff. I agree. Also, I have a tip for everybody. Mm-hmm. In fact, I have two. The first tip is do not by any means brush your teeth and then immediately put a mask on because your eyeballs get trapped in the minty freshness that is your breath <laughs> and it causes Mental your eyes burn. your eyes to water and your nose to run from the mint like it's crazy my other tip is wear a tubing mascara or something that doesn't get smudgy because your eyeballs again can get quite humid being so trapped with your breath <laughs> and the third tip was please continue to wear spf even though you're wearing a mask that's covering half your face Yes. Don't forget about it. On that note, you are only compelled to wear a mask when you are out in public. So when you are driving and you do that sweet relief where you take it off, you're then driving around with only half a face protected if you're only sunscreening your forehead. So And that's silly. Yeah, exactly. But also you're probably so sweat and clammy underneath that your sunscreen might have worn off. So mm. I would recommend reapplying. If you've got a long drive or commute or whatever after it might be the only appropriate time for a face wipe or micellar water to get rid of that gunk, re-sunscreen, get home, do a proper cleanse. On that note, do a double cleanse because you've got all of that gunk hanging around and you should be wearing Mm. sunscreen, so you should be double cleansing anyway. But just a a reminder, you might be tired. If you're a frontline worker, we worship you. Still double cleanse. You've got so much, so much trapped on your face. I have, sorry, one other suggestion, which is if you're going to wear a lip balm, don't wear something that's like, really goopy and tacky you really want to wear a lip balm that's going to dry down quite quickly and not leave like a thick residue on your lips and so therefore I recommend the dermal lip balm from Priceline because it is my one true love yes on that note as well a warning from my <laughs> sister do not apply blistex it is mentholy and you will realize <laughs> your eyeballs will burn again <laughs> yeah. also, if for some reason you're in a situation where you then have to look nice you have to wear a mask but then you want a full face of makeup after Liquid lipstick or lip pencil only because it transfers really badly. I learned that the hard way. And I would <laughs> say don't wear foundation. If you need to conceal yeah. a little bit, just conceal the forehead and then let below be free. <laughs> it's like free ball and underpants. Oh, my God. Yeah, how great. It's like when you're in your undies or your pajama pants on a Zoom call and no one knows, that's the benefit of a mask. So. It's true. 
Uh, we wanted to talk about blemishes just quickly. If you have blemishes from your mask, oh. double cleanse. Double cleanse is essential. Maybe looking at something that's got some probiotics in it to try and, you know. Counteract that mouth bacteria. Yep, build up some good bacteria. And do your usual salicylic Defi- acid. Yeah, if you're not someone that's had to ever use a salicylic acid in the past because you've got lovely skin, fuck you. But also <laughs> buy a salicylic acid. Yeah. We've mentioned it many times here, but Sunday Riley UFO is one of our favorites because it's hydrating and also effective. It's great. Uh, mm. Pill pads would be great. You could buy the five pack if you know this is only a momentary breakout. Use them mm. once or twice a week. And look, no one's going to see your acne because you're going to continue to put your mask on it. So as long as you try and minimize inflammation and any scarring that's going to result, it'll be over soon. Yep. Great tips. All right. All right. Thanks, um, thanks everyone for listening. For listening. A, mini, a mini F will be coming to you. When do we do it? Wednesday. Wednesday. It's going to be all about skin tone to Wednesday start with. Then. Yes. Fun. <laughs> we've made a list of all of your suggestions. So uh, a big variety of mini apps to come. I feel like we've got like months worth of content there. Yes. Thank you everyone um, for dropping your suggestions in. That was great. And we'll see you soon. Thanks guys. Speak to you next Bye. week. I mean, speak to you on Wednesday. Bye. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.